Blog Talk Radio. Ah, remember those days where you couldn't do what you want to do? Say what you had to say. Because you didn't have a way to express what it did not. Down. And the average is so cool Got my drink on one side Nobody can't tell me I can't take sips after sip Cause I don't condone in that drive Put your ones in the air one time If you feel me Let's go to Sunset Drive Where the view is so spacious We can see the top of the city Be like we running up now, let's go to the moonrise, better hope I don't change, the party is jumping like it's supposed to, the bright lights are bringing in the Like we met, we met. 
But we know we could We know this is wrong But it feels so right We tell them good morning I tell her good night Oh, we shouldn't be fucking Girl, we shouldn't be fucking Girl, we shouldn't be fucking Girl, we shouldn't be fucking We know this is wrong But it feels so right Tell them good morning I tell her good night Oh, we shouldn't be fucking Girl, we shouldn't be fucking Cause you got a man And I got a woman If they find out what we doing Then we know it's gonna be something Cause I don't wanna leave her And you don't wanna leave him so we can't be together, but whenever we together, we feel like we don't need them. The way I put it down, got you calling my name. You screaming, you scratching, you moaning. These moments at home ain't the same. I love when I'm inside it, cause you know how to ride it. You know how I like it. In and out, put my fingers in your mouth while you slipping and sliding. He texting your phone and she calling me. My hands on you, you on top of me One of us answer, we gotta leave So I'ma say that I was asleep And he sent the text you never received And that's what it's gonna be Girl, I can't believe I can something so bad so bad, Feel so good so good. Act like we mad But we know we good We know this is wrong But it feels so right we tell them good morning. I tell her good night. Oh, we shouldn't be fucking. Girl, we shouldn't be fucking. Girl, we shouldn't be fucking. Girl, we shouldn't be fucking. We know this is wrong, but it feels alright. You tell them good morning, I tell her good night Oh, we shouldn't be fucking Girl, we shouldn't be fucking We shouldn't be doing the things we do Yo, what's Everybody's up? Your favorite host with the butter toes and and Genesis with the twisted lips of poetry, guys. What's up with y'all tonight? Welcome, y'all, to OG Radio. Let's talk Tuesday. How's everybody feeling? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I, that that song though kind of toned down the time the uh energy tonight. I'm like, um, we shouldn't be fucking? Is that the the, the, the thing that's going on in there? It's, it's, it's I a thought mistress, it should you know. be some of that going on. Oh, okay. Oh oh uh, yeah, I understand I guess. It's a I guess. Mistress. And you know, you know, they shouldn't be fucking, I guess. 
Oh, who sang that? Uh, one of our OGs on uh, Mellow the Gutter Man, good friends with AK. Oh, okay. That was nice and all. I wonder what his woman, if he got one still after hearing that song. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good question. I wonder how some of these women feel who are wives and, you know, girlfriends to these artists who make songs like that. Yeah, that's a slippery slope. That sounds like a fight waiting to happen, in my personal opinion. I don't yeah, know. That's, a, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm nosy like that, though, so... That's me though. Yeah, I don't know nobody like that. I'm I'm about to I'm gonna ask some of my artist friends to be like, hey man, when you make some of the music you make and you talk about stuff that you kind of ain't doing because you got a girl, how does that go? Right, go upside your goddamn head. That's where it goes. Because <laughs> I feel you like all artists do it. Right, all artists do it. Mm. I wouldn't necessarily say all. I would just say I do a lot. Because, like, a lot of my favorites talk about other women and they have wives or girlfriends. For example, I'll take Cameron. Cameron was with Juju for 10, 15 damn years, and he was talking about hella women. And the majority of his songs, I'm like, but you got a girlfriend. Dr. Dre did it, and he had a wife. Snoop did it. He had a wife. It's like, hmm. Y'all really ain't. Well, the only one out of that y'all group is some... is still with a woman. Is uh, Snoop Dogg? No, the I, only thought one... they... I thought they. Divorced. No, they just celebrated their anniversary. No. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I oh, because I, I thought they were the. Well, I thought they were talks of divorcing a couple of years ago or last year or something like that. No, okay. nice. nice to know that they still going strong. Or maybe that was Dr. Dre that got the divorce recently. Yeah, because he was beating his his woman up. Should have been like well, the woman back that in woman the day. First. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, I mean, he's nice and all. That song was nice for me, but that's not realistic. I don't see a lot of guys doing that. I see some guys uh, doing that, but. Not a lot of guys. Yeah, I, I think. I don't think they get that nowadays. I think. Well, I say maybe our age and a little bit up, maybe twenty-seven and up, are starting to go back into shiveries here and there. Um, I see a lot of black love and families nowadays versus years ago. I didn't really see all that shit. It was a lot of baby mamas, baby daddies. Yeah. Baby mama, this, what baby does that daddy mean if a, if a woman is with a man for 10 years and not married? Does that necessarily mean something? This is a question for you. Is that What does that mean? He just doesn't want to get married or maybe it could be her? Does, I mean, is that a sign? I don't of, know. I think, I, I think, well, okay. Actually, I do know a couple like this. They've been, let's see, how old am I? 30. They've been together. Uh, 17 years now they've been together. They're not married. I think they got to the point where they're just like, eh, we're pretty much married, even though 
Because they, well, the way they look at it, they just look at it as a, as a piece of paper that's a legal document telling the entire world that they're married. So they're like, eh, who needs an actual um, paper saying that they married? They have rings, you know, but they, you know, just didn't want to do the, the whole, you know, legal route. So, I mean, but that's a different scenario, I guess. But I personally think one of the two obviously aren't ready to really be married or they're just comfortable in the relationship to just be like, eh, with statute of, statute of limitations, we're just technically married, I guess. Uh, it doesn't work like that in every state anymore about the common law of marriage. Oh. So, it might be yeah. here. Yeah, they're getting rid of getting rid of that actually because really does that really make sense like that law really doesn't make sense you know what common law to to, like for them to be to to say technically they're married without even really being married like who the hell knows that they'd be married you know like yeah, it doesn't Nobody make sense. And it's like forcing somebody to be married and they don't want to be married exactly. or they're not ready to be married yeah, exactly. I guess so. Like, none of their names are tied to each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing is tied to that other person for somebody to be like, oh, well, through common law, you're married. Like, who would know that? Nobody. Yeah. I guess they just want people to know. Law. Right. But I think everybody should yeah. get married. And my boss was, had a kick out of when he asked me about marriage because he's about to get married uh, in a couple of weeks. And I was like, oh, man, marriage is great. Marriage is nice. It has ups and downs. I think everybody should get married at least once. And he got a kick out of that. I was like, hey, I'm serious. I feel like everybody should at least experience it once in their lifetime. You know, this is funny so coming from a guy because you guys be men be the main ones, like, skeptical. Because that's because I think, and I'm not speaking for myself, but I think most men really sit down and think to themselves, do they really see themselves being tied down to one person going through the same thing with that same person for X amount of years? I guess when a guy yeah, gets but they into can, that they talk, can go through Right, but can't they go through the same thing with just being in a relationship with that person, though, for 10 years? I mean, true, but maybe they step out, you know, I don't know. But maybe they think it'd be different if they get married, you know, because of if you're religious for religious beliefs, you know, it goes against the grain. I don't know, but I think some guys when they get to that mindset of, damn, do I really want to do this? They don't. They don't do it. So it's a mindset for guys. I, I, I would believe so. I don't know. I think it's mostly for for women. Uh, originally, my first, well, my only marriage. I think it was more of like fairy tales and glitter and sparkles and shit. It wasn't necessarily thought out. So, um, oh, yeah, of course. I just I, I gotta really be. Um, uh, I, I guess it was more so. I just was in a rush and thought this is what we were supposed to be doing and. It would look nice and, you know, just young and dumb and didn't understand the real concept behind it. So, um, yeah, same here. I think, 
I really didn't know any better when it when it came down to that. I just really thought it was just like, oh, I, I, you know, I get married before everybody else. Yeah, I'm winning. Type exactly. thing. Like I was in the, yeah. my own little competition, but I really wasn't in the competition. Right. And it sounds yeah, so childish now that I think back on it. It's uh, that's what it was. And I didn't really I take tune to it. So, yeah. Cause so now most people, it's different. Oh, go ahead. You said it's different now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because you're older and, you know, you experience stuff. I think most people should go to counseling before they say they I do to make sure that, you know, everything is good and copacetic. Yes. Yes, or, I or talk definitely to somebody. agree with that. Because, um, well, you know, my first marriage, I definitely didn't do none of that. It was uh, definitely rushed. It was more of, all right, we moved, so let's get married. You know, I'm not tired of waiting, so let's get married. It's like, okay. And then there was no talks beforehand of, are you sure? None of that. It's just we jumped into it. Shit was good. Shit, you know, turned bad, and it didn't ever really, really ever get worked out. You know, just just left at that. But, yeah, because you know, I felt but, like I mean, both very immature. Stuff. Right. And there was other stuff that, you know, led to the divorcing. But I think if you truly, really want to be with somebody, if you truly love them and everything is genuine, just for, I guess, um, you know, the common sake, I think maybe uh, that couple should go to counseling before they say that I do just to make sure. Yeah, they definitely should. Um, I think now that I've had that experience, um, I am, you know, more cautious because people, a lot of people ask me, like, you don't want to get married yet? You don't want to be married? And it's not that I don't, it's just that, um, it's kind of like I want to make sure, and even though I know I'm going to be with this person, it's like I just really want to make sure that I can deal with everything that comes with this person. Like, can I deal with them snoring if they have a bad day? Can I deal with if we go broke and I have any money? Can I deal with, you know, you got to deal with people in, in different forms of their attitude. Like, they could be having a bad day about money. They could be having a bad day about um, sleeping or at work or, you know, whatever. And then I want to see them in a setting of really happy and I want to see them in a setting of really sad or I need to see them in all forms of different settings to make sure that I'm able to tolerate um, that. And I, I feel like it's vice versa too. That's when you really know that you love somebody. Well, that's what I've come to realize when I'm in like, a uh, Me and my girl, we we joke all the time, and I'll I be we joke all the time about how uh, when she put the roll of tissue on the on the roller, that she don't put it the way that I like. I like it under, and then I hate when she used the toothpaste. She she squeezed from the middle versus the bottom, and then she hate when I have the toothpaste in the in the uh, shower versus on the sink. Like we joke about that shit all the time, but it it is little stuff like that that some people in the world don't like and refuse to compromise, you know, for little shit like that. But that's just small stuff that 
you would deal with and want to get used to, you know, just to be with that person. Like that ain't like neither one of those things are major things for us to be like, you know, to trip really trip over. You know, what I'm saying it was just something that um, takes getting used to when you've never lived with that person. And, I, and that's one thing I do suggest that all the couples in the world who are about to get married, you need to live with each other beforehand. It will not fucking work. Yeah that first month or first year if y'all never lived with each other and you just moved in and you find out all this other shit that you probably don't like about the other person. Yeah, that's, this is definitely... I, um... I never experienced that. But I've, like, one of my best friends got married and they never lived with each other. I'm like, dog, y'all should have definitely moved in beforehand because uh, it, it, it ain't gonna look too good that y'all trying to discover each other out while being married and, and living with each other for the first time. And it, 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 it was really fucked up when they first moved in and everything that first year, two years. Did they make it? Everything, but it's still, did they make it? A, it, hold on. It's still a rough going and it's been seven years. So it's still one minute. It's okay. One minute. It's about to be a divorce. So, you know, it, it's, it's just, I'm not going to really get into everything because I'm not going to air their shit out, but it should have never happened in the first place. That's all I will say in, in, in that there, that it should have never happened in the first place. Yeah. I I think that's you, I think that's true. You should live with a person before y'all be married because, uh, like, for a prime example, I don't like and I'm and I'm petty. I'm, I'm petty. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't like when people leave a cap off the toothpaste. That's I hate that too. What Peter Griffin say grinds my fucking gears. So what I do, we have yes. two separate toothpastes. You have your toothpaste, and I have mine. <laughs> You're not gonna be leaving dirt out of my toothpaste. <laughs> exactly. I'm I used to do that shit too. I can't. I can't do it. I and don't touch my toothpaste. You, I got you your toothpaste for yours. Don't touch mine. Don't come over here touching my stuff. So I, that's right. that's one thing I can't say that like irritate me. But to get over it, you know, I fix right. it. Like we have two separate ones. So this is like small minute stuff. But I definitely exactly. understand like, with stuff. Yeah, it's like who the fuck raised you? You were raised by wolves. <laughs> yeah, because then I be thinking about it, and I'm just so paranoid. I'm always thinking bugs, like are gonna crawl onto my stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always get paranoid about things like that. I can't, I can't exactly. deal with it. So I that's one thing. So, uh. You wanted to talk about marriage tonight? You feeling real lovey-dovey lately. What's going we, on with we you? Def- you said I've been what lately? Real lovey-dovey. Lovey-dovey. How? Where? When? Where? How? How do you see that? Where you right see now. How? Right right now. Talking about marriage. Most men don't want to talk about marriage. I'm a different breed, though, so, you know, I'm a different type of nigga out here, so I can talk, you know, 
you know my mind. I can talk about any and everything. But okay. Yeah, we can discuss marriage because, um, you know, it has its ups and downs. So what would okay. you like to discuss okay. about? Well, I do have a question, though, because I guess mm-hmm. that's where the topic is going. Uh, so I talked about marriage, right? And my idea is to have a weed bar. Marijuana bar is what I want to have at my, my wedding. Let me and tell you, other people don't want to have that. They want to have a yeah, weed bar, yeah, but I want to have weed bar. Let, let me tell you. Uh, I yeah. went to a wedding that had a weed bar. Never again. I tell you that much. Never again. Why? I don't. I mean, well, this was back in the days where. Hold on one second. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Room. Room. Okay. Room. Say that. OG Radio Babies. Man, my youngest ones do everything they can to get out of being in bed. But, yeah, I went to, this was when I actually used to really smoke heavy. But I went to a wedding that they made, it was a weed bar, everything was edibles and all that. Uh-uh. I, I didn't make it past probably the first hour. You were just being was, greedy. That's what that was. I was. No, like the the wedding cake. Hold on one second. Hold on, y'all. I got to, hold on. Let me mute this. Hold on, y'all. One second. Yeah, you guys, so he's muted. And we're just um, talking about weddings. You guys want to call in with some questions about you guys can. So here we go. All right, I'm, I'm back. Okay, go ahead. Got to be Got to be daddy. Uh, my daughter's at, this, uh, daughter's at the stage where, oh, there's monsters in the closet. I hear stuff. But, yeah, um, like, everything they had was so strong, which I just didn't understand. Like, you should have known that people are not going to last at the reception because they're going to be too damn high. And I was too damn high to function. That wedding cake. I don't know what type of cake it was, but it was so damn strong. I think I ate three bites, and I didn't make it an hour before I fell asleep. Okay, what's wrong with that? That's the point, right? No, because you want to enjoy the reception. I want to say Well, I think you just weak in. Nah, man, this. No, because, again, back in the day, my tolerance was so high, I could be really high and be cool. My tolerance is very low now because I just don't really smoke, and I'll eat it edible here and there. But back then, baby, you couldn't tell me nothing. But it was just it was just so damn strong. Like, I, like people were smoking. That was cool. But they were smoking and doing edibles and, and drinking. Like, I have to do one or the other. I couldn't really balance balance it. Well, you can't really balance out the highness of a damn edible, but smoking you could kind of balance out. But I was too damn high. Um, half of the people at the reception were knocked the fuck out. The wife and groom were, like, really just, like, I don't know. 
Like I, I'm just cool. It's fun. I guess it just, I guess, depend on. I'm still the having amount of one. weed that you have. I mean, well, I'm gonna be lady. Go. I just won't really partake because I know how I had what happened to you last time. Or I might just hit a pin of my own shit before I before I go. Yeah, I'm gonna be. I, I want to have one, and my. A significant other it's like no my parents gonna be there they can smoke too shit she's out and I really would <laughs> like to say for all the men who are tuning in if you're about to get married or are married the wedding in, in its entire is for the women it's not for us there's nothing about it it's for that's us. not true only thing that is the not only thing true listen we can kind of care less about the colors. We don't give a shit where people sit at. We don't give a fuck what the, the invitations look like. We don't care about none of that shit, to be honest. I don't give a damn where the venue at. You know what I'm saying? If it's nice, cool. I don't really care where it's at. I don't care about the color of the invitation, what's on the invitation. Nobody, no man really cares about that shit. They may look at you and act like they care and participate. We really don't care about none of that shit. What we really honestly care about, sometimes, well, I ain't going to say all of us, but some of us care about the after effect of the reception, meaning all the money we will receive that we didn't spent on the damn wedding. Like, when I got married, it was so simple, but it was, it was, it was just, it was the dopest shit that I've ever seen in my life for me. I, like, me and my ex-wife, we were simple. Uh, but my family put together everything. You know what I'm saying? Her family also put together everything. And it turned out to be so damn dope for us to just be simple people. All we did was chose some colors. They did all the decorations and all the extra shit. I really didn't give a damn what it looked like. But That's um, not true. But that's my guy always colors. I mean, okay, but that's that's just colors, though. Like, do he care what the invitation look like? The color of the invitation. I don't care what the What's I don't care what the invitation, invitation look like. No, I don't care what, what the invitation colors, look like. Colors is okay. All right, fine. We you know because we we don't want to be walking in nowhere looking stupid. But you know, outside of the colors of the wedding, we don't give a shit about none of that. I don't care who walks with who. I don't care what family don't want to sit with who. I don't care about none of that shit. Neither do most men. Most men don't care. It's really for y'all. It's y'all day. That's y'all shit. We don't care about how long y'all train is. We probably don't care what the wedding dress looks like because regardless, in our mind, our head, when the dust settles and y'all walk through the door, all we see is you. You know what I'm saying? All we see is that significant other that we didn't went through hell and back with on that very moment. That's all we care about. We don't give a shit about nothing else. Like, I'm highly sure Aww. when I get married again, I'm highly 100% sure I'm probably going to cry this time because the the person who I'm with, how long we've known each other, how uh, much shit that we've been through, the ups to downs is all worth it for that one single expensive night. I don't want nothing expensive. I don't want a big wedding. I don't want none of that stuff. I want to just simple and no, I'm not probably saying, just like, have a love or something. Super 
expensive. Like, I, our wedding wasn't, I mean, it was big in the sense of I have a lot of family. Like, when we when we get married in a couple of years, it's going to be big in the sense that I have a huge family. But it, it wasn't no extravagant dove flying or no shit like that. But when I say expensive, I'm just meaning, like, overall the expense that you, you know, put in towards the wedding. I'm cheap. I don't really like spending money like, you know, like that. But. You know, yeah. I just like what I'm going to receive. Do you back. think $13,000 is a lot of money for a wedding? To me, hell yeah, because I spent way less than that. My wedding turned out great. Okay. But, but it's also it's also who you know. Like, when I got married, the venue, uh, normally to rent it out was like a 1000 plus. But because her parents knew the owner of the bar or whatever the hell we we had of that, she only let us rent it for four hundred bucks. And then the place that I got my suit from, they give you the shoes, the pants, the shirt, the tie, the the um, jacket, all that shit for two hundred bucks. And then the belt was like an extra ten bucks. So two hundred ten for that, that ain't nothing. And nine times out of ten, your best man go buy that for you. So, you know, you really didn't come out of money with that. I mean, if you got kids, you're going to spend money on whatever dress, whatever, you know, suit or tuck. Um, the catering could be expensive depending on who you're getting the catered from. Uh, or, like me, what I did, since it was a black and Puerto Rican, I had my family cook and she had her family cook. They Black people like Puerto Rican food. Puerto Rican like black food. So I was like, hey, why don't everybody just cook? And that was, you know, decent. But I know this time around I'm going to get a caterer. And because I know the caterer, I get a huge discount on whatever the price is going you know. What are they um, catering? So it's, it's a, a longtime friend of mine I met in college. She went to school for culinary, and she always, had a dream of owning her own catering company. Now she got, I can't remember the damn name of it. Damn, she would kill me for that. Um, what does she cook? I, what does she specialize in? Everything, like legit everything, dessert, southern cooked food, whatever the hell you want, she'll make it. She got it. And her prices are actually. She here, she here in Chicago? Yes, she is. She did, she did my, uh, did my uh, uh, baby shower. Okay. Uh, I think in total I spent uh, $350, $400 in total for the baby shower, for catering. And how many people you had there? Uh, I didn't have a lot because it was like COVID around that time. So we had okay. like maybe a total of 25 people. So I paid for up to 30 people. And it was only three. And again, I had a discount, so it might have been more. But you know, because we post, I had a discount. But um, okay, yeah, I can't remember the catering company, but I will when I find it, I'll give it to you. Um, she's really good at what she does. And then, um, you know, I, I have a, a cousin who's a DJ, so I didn't come off too much money off of the DJ. I knew. I know photographers, so I didn't come off a lot of money. You know, it's, it's, it's all about who you know to put shit together to make it less expensive. Yeah, that's true. So like, when we get married in 2023, I don't really see us spending a whole lot of money because of who we know. And, you know, I could, you know, it ain't shit. Now, if we 
if I was just a regular, regular person and didn't know nobody, I'm pretty sure it'd be expensive as shit to get married. Oof. I don't know. I definitely, uh, that's a lot of planning. And I'm planning some um, stuff right now myself. I'm I think going through it. When it comes to that, it, it's of its own. Uh, I know my girl loves to plan fucking everything, plan ahead. Me, I, I could do shit like within a month be cool. But um, I think when I first got married, I think it was a February when we moved into out in Waukegan. And she was like, hey, let's go ahead and get married this year. And we got married in June. So we only planned from February to June. And, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't take that much, really. Uh, if you're simple with it, if you just want simple shit. But if you want, like, extravagant shit, shit to look a certain way, you know, then, yeah, it's going to take a little while to make sure you get everything. And I believe Dean just called in. Dean, what's going on, man? How you feeling? What's going on, family? I'm saying we the builders. What's up, man? Who? What's going on? I am Genesis. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I hurt myself today at the gym. Unfortunately, my back was on. Yo, you been doing the damn thing. Yes, I've been trying to. Every time I, I look at your videos, I'm like, up. I better go back to my home gym. <laughs> you serious about that? You got talk about intentional. I'm like, what? You just going to see like. <sighs> Lifting, lifting weights and stuff, doing push-ups, sit-ups. All right. That's that's real. You're going to get that yeah, son of a body. You, real, you serious about that son of a body. That's what's up. I used to have a six-pack, you know what I'm saying, before I got Prego. So hey. Hey. I don't want it back. It's going to be easy for you. Hey, you, you, got, you got vision. Hey. Yes, I definitely want so, it. So, Dean, tonight's discussion is marriage. Are you married? No. Got them. I got, I would say baby mamas, but when you're my age, what do you call it? Um, I have children's mothers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I like that. Hey, man. Look what's up. Have you hey. ever been married before? So, monogamy hey. or hey, understanding? Dean, what's, what's the marriage question? I feel you. I have children's mothers, too. I feel you. See, that's what's up. I'm saying. Have you, you ever been married before, Dean? I got close a couple of times. I got close. I, got, I definitely got close a couple of times, but I, I always chickened out um, the last minute, um, just because Ooh. and whatnot. Because I, I think I went. I would tell you how close I got. We had got so much so where we had um, started registries online and stuff, and um, it was it was like it was like serious. And then I, and then I, then I just got cold feet and whatnot, and I started a fake argument and whatnot for the whole two weeks, and then we called it off. <laughs> it was like I got nervous. Wow. I know it's not. I know it's so not in me, and I, I'd rather her be mad. At me. My goal was to get her mad at me so she wouldn't be sad and depressed about it, and it worked because she was mad. She was like real mad and whatnot. You know, we had just had a daughter in some situations a while ago. And um, we was going to do it. But, uh, you know, I said, you know, she's not mad no more because she understands this is a, it was an Aquarius thing. You know, we can't, we can't be, we good to the world. We belong to the world. We humanitarians. We, we love her. We great friends. 
but we just not great one-on-one situations. So, so why you like polygamy? Break it off. I I I, I wouldn't say polygamy. I I would just say um, yeah, okay. I got I, I believe in having yeah. understandings. You know you know that you know the old saying when something is understood, it don't need to be explained. So I I get yeah. situationships like that. You know wherein you know we have a certain age and we just enjoy one another's companies and you know it's 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 a beautiful thing. It it, it could be a mar it could be a marriage. I mean. You know, if you're kicking with the same people, the law calls the marriage. Like, I, right now, like I said, you know, I got like about three situations, um, out, you know, long distance situations. Wow. But, but what wow. are they long distance though? You know, hey now, okay. I guarantee you, if people be real, a lot of people, especially nowadays and whatnot, everybody doing that. A lot of people are doing more people are doing that than marriage, and whatnot. And we look at statistics and whatnot because even if my philosophy was like this. Um, even if every, and I'll just talk about black people, even if every black man was to marry, get married today, there would still be a whole bunch of black women unmarried, unfulfilled. So, you know, me not being married, I help fill that void. No, you don't. You just add to the problem. She's a nigga. That was a delayed, my nigga. Right, you can you can keep that excuse for yourself. That's understandable for yourself, but don't spread that that out it, to it, the world. Exa- exactly. That again, you know, marriage is a beautiful thing. It's a partnership. You know, two people can do. It's, it's like because at the end of the day, it's a business as well. You know, um, yeah. I mean, because like if you just in love, you in love. You know, you you can do that without the marriage thing. But you know, for financial security, for for you know, leaving legacy and stuff like that. That's guaranteed. Yeah. You, you probably need a, a, a license and all that. I'm, I'm for that. But I can do the same thing in situationships because, like, my kids' mother is taking care of for the rest of their life. You know, Dean, I got them on life insurance policy. I got them on, um, you know, some other stuff that I got going on. So they're, they're going to be taken care of forever if something happens to me. You know, thank God they ain't listening to this broadcast. There'll probably be some situations. They're like, oh, really? <laughs> hey, I was just going to say, I hope they don't listen. Hey, I've been thinking about buying a business. They get financial literate off of this conversation. Hey, now, just stay illiterate for a little bit. So I'm just saying. Hey, now. My, my question to you, Dean, if you don't mind answering it, why were you nervous and broke off the way? Yeah. I, I, I say this. Because like I you know you know no one knows you better than yourself right, and I know me I get I, I you know I'm I'm very romantic and stuff like that so I know I would get caught up in the romance of it but then eventually, um you know you know um I, I don't know if y'all talk about shadows your shadow self you know you got the good self and the bad self and whatnot a lot of times we don't talk about it yin and yang but you, you know when I do my shadow work I know that there's a part of me that loves um, being free and whatnot and, and not checking in. And, and, but there's also a part of me that, that, that hates hurting people and whatnot and stuff like that. So when I get in situations, you know, I tell them from the jump that, you know, it's not going to be what it's going to be. But then they'll, they'll say, I know you what you say, but we, we, we living like we married. We acting like we married. And then I just, I just, I just got caught up in something. Where I just went along with it. Next thing you know, I'm doing registries and stuff. And I'm, and in, in, my, in the uh, back okay. of my head, I'm trying to play my exit strategy. And I'm like, how can I get out of this oh, feelings 
and then right. it, it got it turned into a big thing overnight. Genesis, how me and my ex-wife didn't have that conversation beforehand. We just both went with it, and then, yeah, now we at where we at. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've done the same thing. Um, just rushing it, thought that's what I wanted to do, didn't really talk about it. Thought we was doing it the correct way, but wasn't. So I don't uh, yeah. rush those type of things anymore at all because it costs more to get divorced than it do to get married. Is everybody on here um, single, officially single, or in relationships, or married? Well, I'm I'm in a relationship, uh, monogamy uh, relationship. Okay. I am I am engaged and currently still going through a divorce, but because of COVID, taking forever. You're a bad man. Right. You're a bad man. That's a it's a long story, but I can I can make it go short. Long story short. Oh, do tell. My fiance who I'm currently with now, we've known each other for over twenty years. We're best friends, right? Exactly. Um, we met when we were ten years old. We kinda dated well, like okay. fourteen, whatever, you know, but that's you know, that's teenage shit. But after that, I made it a point. Every day in my life, every year around the same time, I would send her, whether it was a tweet, an email, a text, or whatever, to let her know how I feel and tell her that she was going to be my wife one day. I've been saying that since I was a teenager. 2015, all around, I was was with my ex-wife, but then uh, we were kind of rocky, and then... Me and my now uh, fiance, we ended up kicking and all this other stuff, and we started dating or whatever. And uh, but before that, I did what I always do: I reached out, said what I said every year. And this time she right. was like, "Okay," I'm like, "Damn, I'm like, okay, I don't want to touch this moment up. I'm gonna go with it." But instead of me really truly breaking off with my ex-wife, I was in between the two. And then I ended up choosing my family, and then, you know, that was the whole situation. Just for it to turn around years later, for me to be, end up right back where I should have been in the first place. And that's where I'm currently wow. in now. Oh, that's what's so, up. Life finds yeah, a way, man. Sure, facts. It definitely finds a way. Um, I, I, I could honestly say that um, I am truly happy. I know that this is where I should be at because I'm at peace. When I'm at this household, exactly. I'm at peace with this woman. She definitely has been my exactly. peace. We bumped That's heads. important. Don't get me wrong, but we are definitely at peace. We came in a long fucking way. Wow. Oh, that's, that's good. So, so y'all, y'all kind of sort of is married situation then, you know, without the paper. Oh. It's kind of, I mean, because uh, is it about the heart or no? It's about, about the heart. Uh, it ain't. It ain't. See, I don't really. I don't really care about the the financial side. You know, the business side of it, whatever. I don't really care for that shit. Um, whatever we end up deciding right. to do later in life, that's what we do. But this is definitely off the strength of straight pure love. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, well, that, you, you definitely has my though. best interest and vice versa. So um, this. And so, so the, mar- the marriage question question was what like 
to get married or not get married or so okay i i proposed to... oh shit <clears throat> my bad i'm eating like i Uh-oh. always do i had proposed to her recently on thanksgiving that's what i proposed to her so the wedding okay we don't have a day set yet but we have the year and the month so it's gonna be may 2023 we just don't have okay. a day yet we really waiting on this damn divorce before we take a day that helps exactly yeah so uh it was a long time coming uh I'm really close to her family again. Just as long as I've known her, I've known her family for you know all these years. So it, it's only right. You you, you know you know what right. these relationships. I, I'm I'm glad I'm hearing you say you chose you though you, because and you know the same with um you know I have Genesis because a lot of times people stay in stuff because you don't want to hurt people's feelings or you know you don't put a lot of time in it and whatnot. But you know. I, I love that we choosing to choose ourselves now. You know, giving yourself permission to say, you know oh, what, yeah. you know your 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 you know your feelings matter too. You know, you important too. Your thoughts and yeah. you know your feelings matter too. You know, and we so exactly. guilty that pleasing exactly. people, it's hard to get to that. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, I didn't get it, none of that in my last marriage. None of that. See, it was just one of yeah. like I was telling Genesis, it was, it was one of those. We got we, we we met at work, everything was cool, you know, we ended up sleeping around all the shit. Boyfriend, girlfriend. Right. And I was like, Oh, the right thing to do is get engaged. So I went and got a ring and I fucking proposed. Didn't mean to at that moment, but I did it anyway. We was engaged for like yep. two years and a half before we got married, but we just jumped into everything. We moved. Well, we went through a really rough patch. Right after that, we moved. Right after that, we like we're getting married, and that was it. And it was wow. okay for maybe the first six months, and then shit really got hit the fan. And it was like, you know what? It's time to go. Fuck it. Exactly. You chose you, man. Yeah, that's always, only that's always so a good choice. You know, I don't know yeah. if I. You got me thinking now. Do I choose me? Let me think. Not all the time. I'm going to tell you like this. I'm going to tell you like this. Like I tell my other friends, you have to have your own happiness. You have to be happy with yourself first before you can do anything. Right. Yeah, and I choose me a lot of times when working out and taking care of self-care. I definitely am into that. Right. No man going to make me not take care of myself no more. There you go. I feel like, there you go. I feel like, I mean, it's a cliche in a catch-22 when you say, oh, well, this person makes you happy. Yeah, true, but you can't make nobody else happy if you're not happy. You know what I'm saying? So really, honestly, mm-hmm. nobody right. can really make another person happy. You have to be happy yourself. Exactly. See, that, with this health and wellness thing, you know, over the last five years, I've, I've been accepting it and walking in it because, like, and for health and well, you thought that was just like getting massaged and all that, and then you find out it's about like mental your mental health too, like saying no when you need to say no, you know, and and just removing yourself from situations that's that's not you know helping your mind situation of peace, exactly. and um you know that that's important too, you know, like when health and wellness, and um like because every time I see people doing something that's so peace, I always I always say it out loud to them and say I'll just say man that's so peace right there because. Certain situations, you know, you, we so used to just 
settling and, 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 and pleasing people. I remember I did stuff for my children and whatnot exactly. and, and, and didn't do it didn't do it for myself or whatever. And um and then I was like, because I was feeling guilty, I said, well, let me just help help them buy this or, you know, help them do this or whatever. Yep. And I would put myself yeah. on a situation and whatnot. And I said, well, these kids are grown now. And um, I should mm-hmm. I should not feel guilty to say no, and whatnot. Then when you when you say no, people show you how they really feel about you. <laughs> you know, I think I think yeah. comes out yeah, like kids and, you know, you know this kid's more than this kid, or whatever, you know, and try to guilt me into it. And, and usually at work, but then when it didn't this time, I think they respect the boundary now. You know what I mean? And oh, so yeah. so right now with my health and wellness, like 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 she was saying, I'm not gonna let nobody talk me out of like staying in the gym or whatever. I'm not gonna let nobody guilt me into not saying no anymore. You know when I need. That was my now. issue. I used to never say no. It was so hard. Now I'd be like, no, no, and, and don't see, feel bad afterwards. And and how I was yeah. raised, because my parents was that way. Where you know they didn't have a problem telling me no. I'm the same way with my kids. See? I don't I don't let them guilt you or be into nothing. Like no is no. You know. When I say exactly. no, don't, don't ask me a second time. It's just no. So when you ask me a second time, I really say no again, and then I'm gonna just ignore you afterwards. But it took so long for me to to do that. That was like just recently, within like the last year and a half, is when I've been right. able to like say no and not feel bad about saying no. You know, I, oh, it, wow. It yeah, it took because, me a long time, and I don't know why. How, how do you feel when you said no? Like, nothing. did it empower you? Like, for that first time when you said it, how did <laughs> you remember that moment? Like, how it made you feel when you said no? I had went through some deep stuff. Um, I had went through something traumatic, and I was on the verge of just letting everything go. And when I say letting everything, just all kinds of thoughts about just not wanting to live and. You know, just really frustrated. And when I first said it, I felt bad for a brief moment, but I had to talk to myself and say, this is what's best for me, and you need to do what's best for yourself. If you don't do what's best for yourself, then nobody else is going to take care of you, and you're going to end up back in this situation. And I promised myself that I never wanted to feel that low um, about myself ever in life again. I never wanted to get to that point. So that that was like awakening for me, you know, like a epiphany when people wow. see. And I just really appreciate moments now, like even the bad yeah. moments, like sad moments, because you know it's all about the journey in the first it's place. A, it's it's a all journey. it was about. And it's a lesson. Yeah. It's like exactly. These kids it's my today, journey. They don't know the the value of anything. I, I can say honestly, my older son is probably mm. the only one who's humble at age fourteen because. I had him when I was young, and we grew up together. So he's seen what I've seen and what right. I did do. Everybody right. else would think money just goes on trees and I'm just Superman and can just go buy everything. Like, no, no, <laughs> it's not like that. See, you have to work for shit exactly. that you want. So in the household, you got to do chores. You want to go outside, got to do chores. You want some money, exactly. you got to do good in school. You know what I'm saying? So you may not be out here physically working at a job, but you got to learn to get stuff that you want. You got to work for it. Exactly. And that's real. I mean, because all this illusion stuff with the Instagrams and stuff, they don't believe, they don't know people living double lives. They, they say, all right, cut. And then they're like, oh, man, I got money for rent. I had to buy this dress. I had to buy this app. I had to buy, 
you know, I gotta buy this suit. And they and they broke. Oh man, I got I, I rented that boat for that shot. Now I'm broke. And um, so they, they really don't know thought, that it's, it's fallacy. Go man, ahead. I really thought that my parents like had all this type of money to buy the stuff that they bought. It was like when as I got older with my firstborn, it's like oh shit, this shit is real. Like they've been. Oh, I see how they bought this. They put bills on hold to buy this to make sure I had a good life for the good Christmas shit like that. So now that I know, like. Shit, I, I struggle wow. now too. Shit, like, all right, y'all, I get where y'all were coming from, and what y'all used to preach to me. Right, that word financial um, literacy is coming up mm-hmm. again, and it's important. And and now we can pass that down as legacy. You know, it's like I made mistakes. I should, I can't go back all those years and save this or whatever, but I can start today and and and, and pass that. I, I I'll even say this without calling their names. I know exactly what you're talking about because. I used to be a promoter back in the day, right? And, um, you know, I knew R&B singers, neo-soul singers, all this kind of stuff, right? And when the bottom fell out, they had to go back and get jobs because people recognized them. Like I said, on TV, like you see that guy that was on Girlfriends, like I said, again, people see him, they made fun of him working in grocery stores. And so a lot of these guys, what they were doing, the hustle was, say they're coming out with a new album and I need you to donate and whatnot. And um, uh, what do you call it? Pay, uh, pay in advance for the album. Um, and whatnot, you you can pay it in advance. That was the hustle, they, and that's how he was paying their rent, and that's how they was like, uh, an album would never come out. You, you see what I'm saying? And um, or the tour that he was putting up would never go down, and whatnot. And um, this is how they was paying their rent, and they was all they, they were staying with some some of the groupies, or staying with you, but they you know, or they or they were just like um, secretly because it was it was no, no savings plan. Everybody blew their budget back in the day, and everybody every now and then we would take care of each other like that, you know, like help each other's uh, rent situations or stay at one, one person's house and whatnot, all because they were still trying to live the, um, the fancy. They didn't want their fans to know they was hurting and whatnot, you know, mm-hmm. but, the, but the music business only like five or six years and that's it, you know, unless you like one of them superstars. And um, so a lot, a lot of people, even to this day, is still, um, the Instagram is popping or whatever, but in real life, they stand with somebody and, um, they're not getting a job because they're embarrassed and whatnot. And, um, you know, they're getting checks in different situations and whatnot. Or they, they doubt different hustles going, you know. Right. That's real trying to keep up with Jones. Yeah, you definitely can't be trying to keep up with Jones. you lose everything fast. See, I don't, I, even, oh, I wow. don't even think about keeping up with no damn Joneses. Because I'm, no, I'm too I, I, I'm a simple person. Me growing up, my parents never got me what I wanted. They always got me what I needed. You know what I'm saying? Except Christmas time, you know, when Christmas time rolled around and birthday rolled around, you know, whatever. But other than that, they didn't go get me the the latest Jordans or the Air Force Ones or none of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Clothes was clothes. And goddamn it, if you live under my roof, you get the shoes that I want you to get. You know what I'm saying? So it was right. that. And then when I had my first child, I had my first job. and always kept a job since I was 15. Once I got my first check, I bought everything that I could that I didn't really was able to get from my parents. So I was kind of I was kind of loose with money growing up, especially with my son. Like I'd buy him whatever the fuck you know, just just. A lot of people pull their first bag. Name brand everything. Man. It is is bad because 
I'm still kind of that same way. I, I love name brand clothing and shoes, and it kind of rubbed off mm-hmm. on my kids. Like, if I be like, yo, we going to pay less, they like, nigga, what? <laughs> like, no, dad, you can't get these Nike exactly. Jordans. <laughs> That's the only time yo. I kind of get sucked. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm not going to put on my feet. I ain't going to put on your feet. So let's go get these Jordans. So, I mean, that kind yo. of because, you know, but. Uh, that's how they get along. That's how they bond with each other, though. My daughter, my daughter, I remember yeah. she was in high school. She got, she went through a real depression. And I said, what's going on? And she said to me, she said, all my friends, they share personal jokes or whatever because they talk to each other on the phone. And she didn't have a cell phone and whatnot. And so after I got her a cell phone, she fit in with the crowd because now they can share conversations, texts and all that and whatnot. But, right. you know, back then, that's real important to them when it comes to, I guess um, being in part of a community with their friends. If they don't have the same shoes, I guess, or that they, uh, they're built for the suicide over that stuff, you know. Um, I ain't yeah. got my, I, you know, that phone cost me about eight hundred dollars, I think, or something. It was like, mm-hmm. I was like for a phone, you know. But you know, that's how serious it was to her. You know what I mean? And her mother wasn't gonna get. It. I ain't paying no eight hundred. I go ask your daddy, you know, and. Um, and I did. Yeah, I, did yeah, I believe I what you said. Go ask your daddy. Show him do. See, Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> daddy gonna be there though. Sometimes. Fucking iPhone, and it's ridiculous. They all have fucking iPads yeah. and iPhones. And I'm like, yeah. I wish I would would have asked my parents or some shit like that back in the day. Right. Well, hey, we they no, cussed me we out. Had a damn house phone. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's all Yo, but I all we have is cable. I, right, I used to feel some type of way about kids not going outside. So I used to be like, "Why the fuck y'all not, oh, yeah. you know, going outside and do shit?" But the way the world is, hell, I'm, I'm safer with them being in the house. Like I don't even want y'all to go outside because yeah, woods really don't have a name that's on true, kids getting snatched up that's and true. sold online, all that shit. So as much as that's I true. hate that they're using their phones and shit all the time, I kind of guess don't mind because I can physically see you you in my care. Right. That's real. Well, but then they my daughter the recently you know, started now. going outside. Mm. Oh, you say you yeah, let go true. outside now? Yeah, she goes out in the back now, and which is nice. It's well, fenced in. Well, I mean, but she asked me to go outside that. instead of staying on the game all the time, which I kind of enjoy. Well, I want yeah. her to go out and meet other kids. I mean, that's exactly. cool, like but I'm talking in the sense that when they kids. get older to the teenage world, like when we were younger, we'd go wherever the fuck we wanted to go as a teenager. Like my two teenagers right. don't go nowhere. But I'm comfortable with them right. not really going. I mean, my son goes here and there places, but for the most part, they don't go nowhere. They sit in the house damn near all the time. All but but the new city is something. online, though. That's why you got to say, where are they going online? Because that's a new hangout now. They got... All, they got everywhere online. They got all these rooms and all these oh, things yeah. that they can be at. That's the new, that's the new hangout that we won't know. We, we think they just being in the house, but they doing some of everything online now. The new person, they got a whole oh, other yeah. personality. They got a whole another name. Uh, one of the alter egos. Hey, this is Becky or Rebecca or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, 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 or I can dress bling bling. You know, so you don't know what they doing. Definitely. I most definitely check phones. I do that shit often. Every so often, like when I go pick them up, hey, let me see your phone. 
Uh, well, how do you deal with the privacy question? Because I, when my daughter used to come over and she used to say, Papa, I, I used to make her leave the door cracked or whatever when she bring all her friends in there. She's like, I can't have no privacy. I said, no, 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 ain't no such thing. You, you know, privacy. But but nowadays they say give your kids privacy, but I still don't, I don't know. What, what would you like well, to say about privacy? I'm not at that stage yet where I have a big enough household for, you know, them to be inviting people over and shit like that. I'm not at that stage right. yet. But I don't know, man. That's tough because, like, my son, I don't want to say I give him free reign, but I give him free reign. And then my daughters are more harder on, you know, when it comes to shit like that. But she seems to have her head on her shoulders, you know what I'm saying, from what I've been instilling her since she was young. But you never know how it is. But I I am. You don't want to have no other nigga head on her her shoulders. I I feel you. Right. Exactly. I am comfortable with the fact that both of them have both came to me about sex. Was it awkward? Fuck yeah. But they're more comfortable talking to me about it than their own mamas because their mamas just be flipping their head. And it's like, you got to realize, what were we doing at 15? Clearly we had this. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you you, you got to notice these things. Like, they're going to start going through urges and all this other shit the same way we did. You got to just break it down to them. Like my son came and and not day. just the urges. These people freaky out here. Um, the teachers, the Yo. coaches. The how how early do you have that conversation with, especially with your daughters? I mean, how do how do you have? I I, I wouldn't imagine now because like like I said, all mine has grown. How do you have those conversations when they're real real young? Do you say when they're five or six? Or so is there an age that you you, you actually sit Man. down with that? They're they're molesters so. out there. They have people that touch you wrong. So before my daughter came in, my son came to me about a, about a year and a half ago. He was like, Dad, we need to talk. I'm like, talk about what? Like, we, we, do we need to talk or do we need to talk, talk? He's like, talk, talk. I'm like, damn. No, no. Uh, fine. He takes his phone. He gives me his phone. He's like, read these messages. He's on Snapchat. These girls message him through Snapchat. Mind you, he was 12 or 13 at the time, right? This fucking Damn. girl was talking some freaky shit that some shit yep. that me and my girl would be talking about. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he was like, yeah, I don't really, I feel, I don't know how to feel about this. I don't really know what to say back. I don't, like, I don't really know, Dad. Like, what is this? I'm like, and I'm like, so I asked, I'm like, how old is she? And she's like, she's only 13. I'm like, 13 talking like that? Yep. Wow, that's crazy. Yo, it's really, I yo, mean, it I gets younger and younger. It definitely gets younger and mm-hmm. younger. I, 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 it's hard when you have fucking kids. Uh, it's hard. Whoa! Did, did you actually tell them that there are people out there that's gonna um like you got you know you got to watch these older people. Don't don't trust everybody like you know and stuff like that. Like the preachers, the pastors, the coaches, the you know teachers or whatever. You know, like bad touch because like they they coming at these teenagers. You would think like, oh, just my little babies, like four or five. I gotta tell them, but the teenagers, you think they already know, and then you find out that they get their teachers are sleeping with them, and the boys be thinking that's something cool and whatnot, but the girls be like, you know, wouldn't tell us or something. So I don't know how do you have those conversations to with your young young kids. And um, I, I don't even know, me, like I like, I am Genesis. All y'all, I don't know how y'all do it. 
for me, it's easy because that's how my parents were with me. I know most other parents have have a hard conversation yeah. that's hard for them. For me, it's easy because my parents did it to me when I was probably seven. So it was easy for me okay. to come to my kids and be like, hey, X, Y, and Z. So they, you know, they know right from wrong. And they do know, hey, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to be strapped up. Um, I remember when my daughter, see, it was a difference between my son and daughter. But when my daughter came in, it was like, I think I'm ready to have sex. I'm like, what the fuck you mean you're ready? But wow. Like, I, I didn't say you'd come with me. Wow. But she was just saying that for her, she like she's not pressured or anything, but she says she, her body feels weird when she looks at, you know, certain boys a different way. So I explained to her, like, oh, that's just you being horny. I had to explain what that right. was. Like, oh, well, when you see somebody cute or they have a, a, a good smell and you, you think about them certain ways, your body, you know, reacts a different way. And it's just you getting horny and you have urges. Now, I don't want you to have sex, but if you ever feel like you want to, you know, um, make sure you have a cop. You know, I can't really control what they do outside of me. But, um, See, I, I gave bad advice because, like, I told mine about masturbation. I, I'd rather you masturbate than go out there. And I know they got that exactly. guy was hot and bothered and, and getting other things, but that worked for a little bit and whatnot, you know. But but you was about to say something I'm Genesis. No, I was like, fuck that. I, hell no. I No, masturbate. I don't want you having sex. At all. See, but at all. see, here's here's the here's the thing about that though, because with certain people, certain kids, and I know me and my sister are one of them. The more you tell somebody don't do something, the more they want to go do it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, I just it, it's my pre- it's, it's like not like, and shit. I mean, yeah, that's what I do. What? Well, wait, wait, yeah, hold I'll on. You were saying you'd rather them masturbate be. or not masturbate? No, I rather. My daughter to masturbate. I'd rather them to do that, yeah. and then I show her pictures of like herpes and gonorrhea and stuff exactly. like that to make her think twice yeah, see, about it. Like, see, they, yeah, yeah, they know about that shit. They know about that shit. But you, I, I feel like if you're really gonna be direct with your kids, you shouldn't tell them that they shouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it, it, the, the end result if they outside of your care. You know, so it, it may make them want to go do something even more because you're telling them that they shouldn't do it. You know, I mean, they're no, I'm not telling her she shouldn't do it. I'm just that. telling her that to be aware but, of what's going on in the right. world of the body. Exactly. And there's consequences so, to your actions. Exactly. So when I when I sat both of my kids down and told them about the shit, right, I, I totally left STDs out until the very end, right? So at the end of it, of the whole conversation, like, oh, and just to be, you know, let y'all know, there's STDs out there, too. They're like, well, what's the STD? I'm like, oh, well, let me show you. And this is what can happen whether you wear a condom or not, because condoms aren't always safe. My When I, when, when I say my son said, oh, well, what the hell would have a sex then? <laughs> I, I laughed so hard. He was like, well, what's the point of having sex? I'm like, it's just one of those things where, you know, when you, you think that you love somebody. You think you really like somebody. You want you want somebody to be there first. It's for men, right. it's more of an ego thing. You know, so it's an ego driven thing. For women, I don't really know because I'm not a woman. I couldn't even tell you. But for men, it's just one of those things. You do it and you sort of kind of brag to your homies like, "Yo, I I smashed so and so." 
Well, that's See, an immature amen. way of thinking. But um, for women, women is more of a, a release. And I don't, I don't know if it's a guy because it's a sexual behavior. It's an animal behavior, an act to reproduce. And Shout to, out to the release. To exercise. I mean, <laughs> to exercise now, yeah, really for, is for what for. And it can help so emotionally and, and things like that. Yeah, teenager, but that's what it's naturally for. And if you're being open to honest, you're going to tell them what it's technically for, but not to do those things until you're old enough to deal with those consequences on your own. So I don't have to be dealing with no goddamn doctor appointments and pregnancies or STDs and that you are right. mentally capable enough to understand oh, yeah. your consequences wow. because you're not mentally ready. You know, your your mind is so yeah. immature and your emotions and stuff is attached to the sex and you're not paying attention because I wish when I was in high school I didn't have like a long term boyfriend I wish I had you know just dated and hung out and had a good time and and thus brings other consequences that you shouldn't be paying attention to you should be exploring the world that young you shouldn't be tied down to anybody it's a different world it's a different world in high school it's it's one of those things it's like Monkey see, monkey do. Like, oh, well, they're in a relationship. Exactly. X, Y, Z. I'm going to go do it. No. But I would have never it's, did that if I could understand hard. the consequences now. You know what I'm saying? Because I would have more. I've been in more sports or more clubs or, you know, right. just see, but around I, more I, friends, well, more parties and stuff like that instead know. of being something serious. Because you got the rest of your life to be serious. I mean, I can't, you know? I can't speak for for everybody, but I know for myself in high school, I was in a serious relationship with my son's mother. We we dated in high school. We ended up breaking up. I got to another serious relationship, but even though, this, despite the fact I had a, a child in high school, my parents still let me and my twin sister, we both had babies in high school, they still let us be teenagers. Meaning, like, I was, I was so... Like, I think I was ahead of my time because I was like, yo, I'm not going to go outside. I'm not going to go kick it. I got my son. I'm going to chill with him. But they was like, no, nah, nigga, go outside. Like, we got him. You know, go do you. You don't never go nowhere. So when they, you know, said that, it was But you got good parents. Where, Every parent ain't like Exactly. That. So, I, which I understand. So I was still able to do sports. I worked, did sports, took care of my child. I have, I have. Well, Genesis, you know, I got hella fucking friends and people yeah, that I know. Yeah, but so I'm just saying that's I not gonna live, that's not that's a hinder people. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with you having a kid and all this other stuff. I just know that when you make those type of adult decisions that you make at such a young age, you miss out on a lot of opportunities. You know, of stuff that you should have paid attention to more, and you don't really know yourself yeah, that I don't well. See, and your twenties for you to get to really know yourself. That's yeah, why I right. only speak for myself because I was still able to go to college, get two degrees, experience everything that a normal person without a child was able to experience. I know, but I know. I think, I think what she's saying, you probably had a tribe because a tribe is important because you had community, somebody help babysit, somebody, um, you know, yeah. give you money or somebody um, help. Uh, a lot of people don't have a tribe. They don't have a community like that. And a lot of them, you have that kid, you're going to take care of yourself. I ain't babysitting. I, you know, so you got a lot of people yeah, so I can, like that I can and they miss my, out. My, my son's mother, she, she, you know, she wasn't able to finish high school and all that other stuff. She didn't really have the opportunity to do everything because the baby was with her 24-7. So I understand both sides. Wow. Because you know, she, 
it took her, you know, I mean, she's doing great now, um, you know, years later. She got her own business and stuff like that. But, like, I, I understand right. that she couldn't do everything that I was able to do. But I was like, okay, even though I'm out here doing what I'm doing, I'm going to still make sure I can provide this life so that way later on down the road you can do whatever the hell you want to do, whether we're together or not. But you just said that she had the baby most of the time, so you had an opportunity to do that. Right, but he stayed in my – so Monday through Wednesday, he was with her, and Thursday through throughout the weekend, he was with me. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't that – I didn't – I wasn't that type to just have him only on weekends. I also had him throughout the week while I was in school. You know what I'm saying? And my parents were just cool enough to be like, hey, you know, I got him, you know. Uh, you know, go go hang with your friends and shit like that. Because I was perfectly fine with just being in the house and just chilling and staying with my son and not doing shit. They don't I don't want my daughter in the house. I don't never want her in this house. I want her out exploring where there's too much land out here to look at to be in somebody's exactly. house. Because my parents, they talk exactly. all of that shit. They talk so much shit when I got that girl pregnant. And just for them to just be yeah. reversed. As soon as he came out into the world, they love you. Just, just That's why. That's because they love it you, was, and, and they don't want to see you fail. But at the same time, they meant the what the fuck they did. They most definitely was giving me condoms on the regular. So it ain't like I didn't have a condom. It was just... A certain thing was performed. I totally forgot about the cop. That's what happened. That's my story. No sticking to. Well, 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 watch this. Like uh, the young people today, like when you talk, they don't even care. Uh, well, at least the, the ones I hear in the little conversation, they be like, "Oh, everybody got herpes." Um, when you're a certain age, everybody got that. So you know, like they say, ninety percent of people got it, or eighty percent of people got it. So this is how they're looking at STDs today. They don't even care because they say, "Oh, I get, I get some medicine." No, they don't. They, they don't even. Yeah, they everybody don't. getting pregnant because they're not practicing. Nobody wearing condoms. Well, I ain't gonna say nobody. A lot of people don't think it's it's, it's serious to wear condoms no more. Like you these athletes or these people, um, politicians or whatever. Every time the knows that's cheating, they don't wear. They don't look at condoms no more. Like nobody, nobody talks about or thinks about consequences until it happens. Until they get caught. No, nah, I don't even know. They got free put them online. Anymore. Like you had a tribe too, like 
That's why I said, if you don't, even if you don't have a co-parent, have a tribe like your aunties, you know, your cousins, you know, your your friends, you know, that, that could be your, you call uncles to your kids or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, before my grandmother passed, it was my grandmother and my parents and my, right. my, my cousin that grew up with me. They, we was always, you know, um, after she passed, it was just my parents really, um, she was my aunties, and mainly my sisters and brothers, you know, and my parents was really right, there the as far as my first child. Yeah, the tribe. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, but some of these families, you know, they really don't have a tribe, and it's hard on mainly mothers. And I ain't even going to say fathers because majority of the time they're not with the father. So it's definitely hard right. on these mothers out here because some of these, Wow. Baby daddies are fucking bitter at the fact that they're no longer with them, and they take it out on the damn child. That's true. That's true. And, and the women do the same thing. I don't want you to have her around my. I remember when I was young. Don't have her Ooh, around my. I'm not gonna lie. Like a lot of people give a chicken pox or something. I'm like, if you I'm trust me, lie. you believe I'm gonna have them around the right people. That's the problem. When I don't I trust left. you. You cheated. You did. I'm like, uh oh. Wait, wait now. So this is this is how me and my my son's mother broke up. Me and my dad had a conversation, and so I we didn't I didn't really want to be with her. You know, what I'm saying it was just a, a summer fling that I tried to make happen, and she ended up pregnant. He told me he's like, "Look, son, just because you have a baby by a woman does not mean you have to be with them. Doesn't mean you're obligated to be with them." I was like, "What?" Wisdom. I kid you Wisdom. not. I called her the next day and I told her, "Yo, this relationship ain't gonna work." You know what I'm saying? Wow. And that's what happened. I broke up with her literally the next day. She was bitter for a long time, especially when I got into a new relationship. You better not never have him around, no, no. But I was never that type anyway. I didn't. I never. My older son can literally exactly. tell you the, the four women he's been, the five women that he's been around, and all four of them, the four women, are all women that I got children by. And the exactly. extra other woman was just somebody I was with for a long period of time, but I never brought a whole bunch of women around my children. I never Long random. I, I, exactly. Some, I would never, yeah, no randoms, never. But once he told me, once he gave me that great advice right there, I was like, oh, yeah, girl, we we done, we over. I don't want to be with you. So, but, exactly. you know, by her being bitter, we was into it for six years of my son's life. So we didn't get along until after he turned six. We sat down wow. one day in her porch and we just talked. Like, yo, what the fuck is, you know, why are we even going back and forth? You know what I'm Because it got to the point where we was damn near ready to shoot each other. And she was like, well, really? Wow. Because you left me and how you left me, blah, blah, blah. But we got over that shit and we just the best of fucking friends. I would say tell your daughters the same thing, you know, like just because you got a baby by a nigga, don't let, because they think they trap you. Don't like mean that. you got to stay with but, Exactly. But, you know, exactly. Tell them. You know, I have Genesis. You, um, I, will say, I think she took that same advice, right? You're like, just because you get babies by people, would you tell your daughter the same thing? Mm-hmm. If I, we, we're talking about advice to your children, like again, just because you have children with them, don't mean you have to stay in that relationship and whatnot. Oh. And, and you know, and we're asking your opinion on that. About even giving advice um, to your daughter. You know, um, at first it used to bother me a lot 
not to have both around, like me and the father. And I used to feel um, ashamed as a woman. And I think some women probably go through that. Like, damn, I couldn't even right. make it with the guy and have kids with them. And damn, I'm uh, I'm less than a woman because now I'm not as pure. Because they, they put this entitlement on for women to, you know, not to be considered whores mm-hmm. and having baby daddies and stuff like that. Not knowing yeah. or not taking into mm-hmm. consideration that it takes two people to create a child and it's not just one decision made. And it, it mm-hmm. mostly put on women and for women to be like, oh, you you were supposed to be, you know, pure and not have sex and all this other stuff. But then again, on the same token, they want us to reproduce and get married, and now it's all of a sudden you being stingy, you don't want to, you know, get married and do these things. You're supposed to follow a man and then stick with all that bullshit, but then, you know, throw your happiness away. But for me, I think it's I've come to realize it's okay. You know, because it's still going to be a man out there that wants you with your, with your kids regardless. I just had exactly. to get over that initial um, thought process for myself. It was mostly myself attacking myself because of the, you know, society's pressures on women to, you know, try to make it work with the significant other of the child, for the child. But it's not always in the good interest of either one of the male or the female that's together. So um, exactly. I feel like you know, it'll be okay. You have to stop putting all that pressure on yourself because let me tell you, when after I had my daughter and I got over myself, men was mm. already in my face. They was already exactly. in my face. They didn't care that I had a child or nothing. Hell, they were buying exactly. that stuff just to get my attention. So um, it, it's, it's going to be a man out there that's going to take care of another man's responsibility. You know, you. I, do I, it for I don't three. understand. Right, I don't I understand do why another, a man it. will want to have another man's DNA put in they 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 children. You know, because that's your DNA, and now you then left the woman, and then now your his DNA gonna be created into that child too. You know, his his right. legacy exactly. is gonna be added. So I don't see that, but I had to get over myself. So I did, and I feel like it's it's a great thing. As long as you have that male mm-hmm. figure, whether it's a granddad or or exactly. male friend, uncle, or, you try it, you know, and it's going to be okay. Right. And everything is meant to happen the way it's supposed to happen. So, well, well just get over yourself. I, I think it's okay. Um, now I do. So, we have reached the end of the show. Dean, you got any last mm-hmm. words for all the viewers tuned in? Well, I, I would say with that um, that Steve Harvey thing, y'all, where he said you can't be friends with females without wanting them, I say he's got to stop projecting how he feel, how he look at all women Ooh. as sex objects. Ooh. You know Thank what I mean? You. And, you know, because I got female well, friends I have forever, you know. He and I, I just throw that out there. Up. People be projecting how they life on you, but that's just him. Steve Harvey's been exactly. divorced four times. Nobody listened to him. He's been divorced four he, times. Man, he be he don't know what he's talking about. Like, I definitely got literally two best friends, female best friends, who I never looked at in no type of different way other exactly. than being best friends. Like they he, exactly. like come on now. That man exactly. well, We could we you know what? Next Tuesday we're gonna talk about Steve Harvey. 
and all his shenanigans. <laughs> we'll talk about that next Tuesday. Because I've always had a whole lot of shit to say about him. See? Yeah. Exactly. And we see where his okay. daughter is not from, his stepdaughter. <laughs> yep. She follows stepdaddy. Exactly. So that'll be next Tuesday's conversation between me, myself, Genesis, and Dean. Because uh, little do you know, Dean, you've become a fan favorite over the past couple weeks already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So uh, I've, I've hey, had now. people uh, been interested and tuning in more on Tuesdays when you call in. I, I put your, uh, um, this Tuesday show in one of my poems. I said, I, I put a line in there saying, like like we talk on to how we build on Tuesdays and whatnot. This has become one of my favorite things. Hey, I okay. appreciate it. Man. I appreciate it. It was, yeah, uh, like I started. Y'all, you know, y'all, be, y'all, be, y'all be building. Y'all be knowledge. That's what's up. Oh, yeah. We guess this. Mm. Dropping jewels. Um, Dennis, did you guys real anything, life experience uh, stuff that y'all really went through? Y'all not just talking about it. She she don't went through the things. You don't went through the real things and her. So y'all telling me y'all being transparent. That's why I like these conversations. I I could write a damn book. Dennis, <laughs> uh, you got anything you want to say before we get up out of here? Um. Make sure you purchase the book, Thunderstorms Were Meant to Be My Friend. I am Genesis, that's 3-Y-E-M underscore Genesis on Instagram and Genesis Silverman on Facebook. If you guys want to do some poetry this Thursday, we are, which I still need to make a flyer for, um, we have a sponsor. We're going to be sponsoring $100 for the, the win of poetry, so I will be posting that on my page. So you can go on there, and you guys have a beautiful night. And stay safe. For myself, again, as everybody knows, I started producing beats. I'm done with one, working on the second one. Uh, Once I find out how to convert it from MP4 back to MP3, I will be playing it on the show. Uh, Me and B-Trey are working on the mixtape. AK is now going to take over. Now, I have a program that does that. I can do I can do that with my um I got a program if you just put it I can just rip it from YouTube or wherever you have it and um right. I can do that with my um what do I what do I have I got Wondershare I got Fillmore Wondershare that does that yeah Wondershare okay. Fillmore uh, I, I can I can just um, convert that for show. you gotcha gotcha appreciate it uh so I'll send that to you tonight um. AK will take over on Fridays for me. I will no longer do Friday shows because um, when I have to go get my shorties, it's just too much for me to come home and do a show. Uh, so, again, like Jen said, tune in this Thursday for poetry. Uh, I had another announcement, but I forgot. Oh, uh, again, like I said yesterday, Holistic is doing a poetry show on May 22nd. I have to find the address again. But uh, if you want to join the show, it's five dollars to sit, ten dollars to sit. Uh, that is all for me, Dean. I appreciate you calling in, Genesis. I always appreciate you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, family. Peace.